Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. And uh, I'm not sure if I'm on the air or not. Uh, just a second ago, I got some kind of notice saying that my call's been terminated by the host. So I'm not sure what the heck is going on. Um, says no call, no conference in progress here. So I am trying to reconnect and we'll see what happens. Um, good grief. Just one thing after another. Hopefully this will connect and everything will be good. Uh, if anybody in the chat room can tell me if you're hearing me, I would appreciate it. Um, I think things are working, but I'm not positive. It's just one of those things where you never know for sure. I'm getting some weird, uh, just some weird stuff on the screen here. So I don't know what the deal is. Um, let's see here. Try and reconnect this thing. Do, 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 do. Uh, just love Skype. It is nothing but a pain in the backside anymore. Well, hmm. I don't know what's going on. Well, now the little warnings are gone, so who knows? Anyway, we'll just act like it's working, and, well, let me see if I can... Uh, <laughs> I'll just wait and see. Anybody in the chat room can hear me say something. Uh, <coughs> sorry about that. This program, and well, welcome to your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Thursday, February 13th, 2020. Great. Thank you so much, Alan. I appreciate it. And this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming if you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support one of, if not the top nutritional yep, That's working. Anyway, I support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing missing is the raw materials. When you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Then visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H.com. There's all kinds of information there. Uh, all the product lines we talk about, the longevity nutritional supplements, the CTFO CBD oils, the Cerule Stem Enhance Ultra, and other fine products by that company, the LifeWave X39 patch, 
which alt mac you know activates your stem cells via uh, light therapy. It's really cool, and it works. And uh, lots of other stuff, including the pulsed electromagnetic therapy unit that you can find under the circulation section of the Trinity of Health tab. And last but not least, the coffee that I drink, Ganoxel, made with Ganolucidum or Reishi mushrooms, which is just amazing, amazing things. They detoxify, they clear up your uh, complexion. I get compliments all the time saying my skin looks so good, which, you know, for someone who doesn't do anything other than take a shower every day, <laughs> that's pretty good. And, uh, but anyway, I encourage you to check it out. It's fantastic stuff, a whole lot cheaper than the uh, evil companies out there that support all the New World Order crap. And, uh, you know, about 50 cents a cup, and it's fantastic, good, good, good coffee. So, looks like we got uh, Dave calling in from the thumb. Dave, how's it going, buddy? Hello, hey, how's it going, man? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. Your show is not playing on the call and listen line. I don't know what to tell you. It's dead air. Uh, I get a lot of that with TFR now. It seems like they're going... I'm glad sure. you got another platform. Yeah, I'm not sure. They're getting ready to switch over to uh, from Skype to um, uh, Zoom, I think he said, which uh, hopefully will change things up a little bit. And um, the as far as the call-in line goes, I'm not sure what's going on. That's been off and on for a while, and I haven't heard what the deal is. I think that was something outside of our control. It had something to do with the, uh, the people with the server and their connections with the phone lines and that kind of thing. Um, so you're welcome to listen in here. <laughs> That's fine. Um, hey, I, I got a call coming in. I got a call coming in. I got to take, I'll be back. Okay. Sounds good. We'll see you. Okay. Anyway, um, let me finish up my uh, little spiel here, just to make sure I cover everything. The topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and, get or, and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Truth Frequency Radio Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say on the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that you can use this show as a jumping-off point to do your own due diligence and your own research, so that as a responsible adult, you can make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. So, the number to call into the show is 833-TFR-LIVE. That's 833-837-5483. 833-837-5483 or 833-TFR-LIVE. And um, lines are open. Don't have anything major. Um, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, getting ready for the big VD tomorrow. That's Valentine's Day. <laughs> and, uh, you know, trying to figure out what's going on there. But, uh, you know, a lot of history all that good stuff, but, you know, I'm just <sighs> taking it one day at a time. You know, of course, the coronavirus is still rearing its ugly head, and um, funny thing is there, the um, the national or the official numbers are nothing compared to what most people are hearing. I'm hearing through unofficial sources, uh, through people that have sources over their military, there could be up to 100,000 100, dead already. I'm already hearing that they're they're cremating up to 1,200 bodies a day, so 
you know, when they claim they've only had 1,369 dead, <laughs> that's the official rigged coronavirus count. Uh, you know, they're, the official numbers are 60,331 infected, 1,369 dead. Realistic estimates are over 200,000 infected. I think it's a lot more than that and 20,000 dead. That's from that's what Natural News is saying. And uh, my sources are saying, you know, over 100,000 dead and probably over a million or more um, infected, well over a million. You know, when you've got... Uh, a, a city of 11 million where it ha- where supposedly was ground zero and uh, they for some reason or another gave 24 hours notice before they decided before they actually initiated the uh, lockdown and quarantine of the city but they announced it and he said, in 24 hours we're going to quarantine the city so what happens 5 million of the 11 million people boogied they got out of town and ran all over the place, and I'm sure lots and lots of those people were infected. So they just basically are spreading the stuff everywhere, and they go. And uh, it's getting crazy. Uh, again, you know, one of the things to keep in mind, you know, I heard, I've heard people talking, well, we got to use hand sanitizer and do this and do that. Well, I'll tell you what, if you want to get sick, keep using the Purells and the other PureWorks, or not PureWorks, but the other alcohol-based hand sanitizers. Those things are bad news. They actually promote disease. Um, Basically, they're alcohol-based, like I said. They only work when they're wet, which is maybe 15, 20, 30 seconds at the most. Once they're dry, they give you no more protection. So they'll kill whatever's on your hands at that point, and then what do you do? You got nothing. You go throughout the day, and you think you're fine. And that's nothing but you know, it's wrong. And on top of that, the worst part is not the fact that they stop working when they're dry, is that in the process of drying, they dry out your hands and anything else you put them on. And what that does is it, cr- it creates microfine cracks in your skin, which gives you gives the, the bacteria and the viruses little doorways to waltz right through. And they basically promote illness because your skin is your first layer of um, uh, protection. It's a major part of your immune system. And it's your first level of protection for your, you know, for your body. And when your skin is compromised through little tiny micro-sized cracks created by the hand sanitizer that you thought was you know, doing you some good, you've got a problem. It just makes it easier for you to con- contract this stuff because it's, you know, the coronavirus and anything else is just looking for an opening to get in. You know, you have natural protection through the uh, the nose and the other you know, place with mucous uh, membranes and things like that. But when you have a an opening in the skin where it's not supposed to be, it's a natural place for the stuff to get right in and start doing its, its evil stuff. So a far better choice would be the PureWorks hand sanitizers that Longevity offers. You can find those on my website. And basically they are not alcohol-based. They kill virtually every single bacteria pathogen known to man, and they give you four to five hours of protection. So you put that on your hands, and you've got four to five hours worth of protection until you uh, either four to five hours goes by or you wash your hands, whichever comes first. And you just reapply it, and then you're good for another four to five hours. Uh, and it does it conditions your skin rather than drying it out and cracking it. Very inexpensive, a little two-ounce bottle that you can carry in your pocket. It's a pump, uh, foam pump. Um, 
costs about seven or eight bucks and is extremely uh, long lasting. I keep one of those things at my, uh, the sound booth at my church and, um, use it every Sunday when we're shaking hands and whatnot. And I've had the same bottle there for a couple of years. Uh, I use it at home. I keep it with me in my car and any place I'm going, if I'm concerned about that kind of thing, I'll take it and just, you know, one little pump on my hands and I'm good. And four to five hours of protection, uh, or until you wash your hands again. And that's, that's pretty decent, far better than the 30 seconds of protection that you get with the, uh, alcohol based stuff. So let me see what else is going on. China reports 33% surge in coronavirus infections over 24 hours, bringing new rigged total to over 60,300. Yeah, right. And we've already you know, discussed that. If not contained, the coronavirus could infect 60% of the pop world population, including tens of millions of deaths. Um, that's entirely possible. And uh, so far, the, the numbers are staying down in the U.S., at least <laughs> the official numbers. Now, how many people actually have it that we don't know about is, a, is anyone's guess. I just heard a thing about a cruise ship that had 60-some people on it that were infected. Um, you know, it's, it's just one thing after another. You never know what you're going to get. And uh, the big thing is, number one, avoid big crowds. Uh, maintain your immune system by consuming a high-protein diet, staying away from the bad foods. Uh, that list is available free on my website under the, uh, the first, uh, the Trinity of Health tab. The first thing is good food, bad food. And you can download the list. You can also watch a video of Dr. Peter Glidden explaining why each of those foods are bad for you. And uh, that's one of the things you can do very, you know, no, no cost. You just stop doing it. And... Uh, Basically, at that point, um, it's a matter of avoiding big crowds, you know, and keeping things clean, you know, using the, the good, good hand sanitizers, washing your hands on a regular basis with soap and water, and, of course, keeping things on hand that you can use prophylactically, like colloidal silver or um, uh, chlorine dioxide, which is the uh, MMS that uh, Jim Humble uh, came up with years and years ago or first found out about and then made big. Um, and that thing, that stuff will kill virtually everything. It's what they use to disinfect cruise ships. Uh, it's potent, potent uh, disinfectant. And when it comes to this kind of thing, it's the kind of stuff you want to have on hand. Uh, you can make it yourself. There's, uh, you know, if you do a little search online, you can find places. Uh, uh, let me see if I've got that link still handy. I have it on my laptop downstairs, but I don't know if I have it up here. Um, let me see here. Um, I think I got that. I think it's not a .com. There it is, .co. Yeah, Jim Humble, J-I-M-H-U-M-B-L-E dot C-O. Uh, and I will put this in the chat room. And do 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 Let's see here. Uh, official numbers, a.k.a. questionable numbers, 60,360 confirmed cases, 1,370 deaths, and 6,280 recovered. Yeah, those are official rigged numbers, and I'm sure it's far more than that. I have uh, one of my guys that I deal with on a regular basis has people over there in the military that are in China on, um, what do you call it? Uh, oh, goodness. 
you know, they're, they're over there doing, you know, official stuff and he's known them for years and can trust them. And they're saying that they're cremating 1200 people a day. Now, either those people are still alive or there've been a lot more deaths <laughs> than they're alluding to. But, um, MMS is something I've had around for years. I've used it. Uh, I just keep it on hand right now. Um, but uh, Jim Humble is the guy that kind of made it famous, I guess you could say. Um, and this uh, has his story on the site, jimhumble.co. And there's a blog. There's a thing, how to make MMS, uh, facts regarding it, uh, the history, protocols, testimonials, where to buy. He doesn't sell the stuff. He just basically you know, informs people about it. And he's got a book, MMS, MMS Health Recovery Guidebook, um, you know, MMS retailers worldwide, but um, it's a potent, potent stuff. And uh, let's see, somewhere in here, since that time, let's see, he discovered it basically when he was on a mining trip in South America and uh, eradicates malaria. Since that time, he's proven to restore partial or full health to hundreds of thousands of people suffering from a wide range of diseases, including cancer, diabetes, hepatitis A, B, and C, Lyme disease, MRSA, uh, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, HIV, AIDS, malaria, autism, infections of all kinds, arthritis, high cholesterol, which is not a problem in the first place, acid reflux, kidney or liver diseases, aches and pains, allergies, urinary tract infections, digestive problems, high blood pressure, obesity, parasites, tumors and cysts, depression, sinus problems, eye disease, ear infections, dengue fever, skin problems, dental issues, problems with the prostate, uh, erectile dysfunction, the list goes on. Whew. That's uh, pretty wild. And it really depends on what's causing those issues in the first place. If there's a bacterial or viral infection that's causing issues, yeah, I can see it doing that. But most of those things listed, the actual problems are caused by a nutrient deficiency. So it may or may not help with those things. But um, one thing it will definitely help with is any kind of infection, bacterial, viral, fungal, anything like that. So I would encourage you to look into that, have some on hand. Uh, find out how to make it or have or buy it. Uh, I've purchased mine and um, it's relatively inexpensive, easy to use. But um, anyway, good stuff to have in a case of this kind of thing. It could mean the difference between, uh, you know, death and recovery. Um, let's see. I'm sure the usual death rate in China without accounting for the virus counts for a lot of those cremations. Maybe, maybe not. Um, because... It, it's hard to say. Uh, there's a good chance that that would be the case, but um, now I'm getting a no conference in progress thing on my board again. This is weird. I don't know what's going on with Skype today. I haven't gotten any notice saying that the thing's been shut down. So let me just refresh the screen and see what happens. Just waiting. Still says no conference in progress. That's weird. Well, in that case, more than likely, yep, my phone line keeps getting disconnected for some reason. That is strange. Hopefully, that will kick back in. Okay, direct dial shows it's there. Refreshing the screen. Still no progress. Hmm. This is weird. If, uh, hmm. 
I'm not sure what's going on or, oh, there we go. Now it's back, <laughs> man. I just love Skype, man. This, this system used to work flawlessly. And then there was Bill Gates. He's the death knell of everything. It seems. And you dig deep enough, you'll probably find that he's got his hand in this situation with the coronavirus, too. Senator Tom Cotton demands China prove the coronavirus isn't a biological weapon as outbreak continues to spread and kill. Yeah, I think it's pretty much a proven fact that it is a biological weapon. Question is whether it was released purposefully or accidentally. But one way or another, it's not looking good. Um Close look at alternative medicine using uh, use among patients with cancer. I still say right now the best thing for cancer, uh, especially the least expensive, if you've been diagnosed with anything, get a hold of fenbendazole, which is dog warmer. It's uh, marketed under Panicure by uh, Merck, I think it is, uh, but you can buy fenbendazole, F-E-N-B-E-N-D-A-Z-O-L-E, uh, all over the place, available you know for. You know, pennies basically. You could do you could do a, a cancer treatment for less than ten dollars a week, and it works for virtually every kind of cancer out there. And the only people that haven't had good results are those that have waited too long, and can, the cancer was just too far advanced. But even those people who were told to go home and get your affairs in order, uh, you're going to die. You've got two to three months. If you've got that kind of time, you can reverse this stuff and get rid of it. And if you're not familiar with it, uh, you can go back and listen in the archives. Um, you can also go to my website, um, yourdiyhealth.com, click the radio shows tab, and uh, at the top of the page, you'll see my archive link. And all my radio shows are archived there, uh, including these now, started a couple of weeks ago, where all the TFR shows are uploaded there as well. And... Um, Back in November, late November, I think it's November 21st, something like that, uh, I did like a whole week's worth of shows on the dog warmer cancer cure. And I encourage you to listen to those. Um, check out uh, mycancerstory.rocks, and I will put that in the uh, chat room in a second. Do, 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 do. Make sure I got the right exact address here. Here we go. And um, get this thing out of the way. Now I'm seeing no conference in progress again. <laughs> uh, yeah, even though the dog warmer likely works, uh, if I get cancer, I'm going to the protocol that I wrote in my book. Yeah, I don't blame you. You know, do everything. And the nice thing is, is with the dog warmer stuff, it's been shown to work for virtually every kind of cancer. And it, um, you know, it's not the be-all, end-all by any stretch of imagination. Uh, it's something that's inexpensive that you can basically use to prolong your life, you know, get rid of the cancer so that you can then do the right things to make sure that you don't get cancer again. Because if you can continue doing the stuff you were doing before you got the cancer, you stop this, you're going to get cancer again. There's no question. And um, the smart thing to do is to get on a nutritional protocol, get off the bad foods that are causing the stuff in the first place, and then you will be in good shape. But this is something that uh, virtually anybody can get a hold of. It's so inexpensive. Like I said, less than $10 a week. And uh, in 12, you know, six to 12 weeks, you can reverse virtually any kind of cancer from what uh, I've seen. And uh, the MyCancerStory.rocks, which is uh, up there by... Um, 
put up by Joe Tippins is a guy who uh, was diagnosed with uh, small cell lung cancer, which is the small, one of the nastiest kind of cancer out there next to uh, prostate, or excuse me, pancreatic. And uh, that stuff is really bad. It's a quick, uh, aggressive killer. And uh, he was given less than 1% chance of survival and told to get uh, hospice in order, you know, online and all that kind of thing. And he found about found out about this stuff and started taking it. And in 12 weeks, he was cancer-free. That's pretty cool. And the person who originally found out about it was a researcher at Merck Animal Health. And um, she was doing cancer research in mice, and all the mice came down with intestinal parasites. So she gave them the, the standard wormer, which is fenbendazole. It killed the parasites, but it also killed the cancer. She repeated it, same results. Then she came down with the with a glioblastoma, which is a really nasty form of brain tumor. And uh, she was told to get her affairs in order. She was going to die. Figured, what the heck, I'll take the rain, the wormer too. And in 12 weeks, she was cancer-free. And that got the ball, ball rolling. And uh, there are many, 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 many people out there that have now used this for all kinds of different cancers and have all had pretty good results with the exception of those that were just waited too long. So, you know, this is something that I would do in conjunction with. I, you know, first, I don't think I'm ever going to be diagnosed with cancer, but I have some of the fenbendazole on hand <coughs> for friends and family just in case. And I have three dogs. So, you know, if they come down with worms, we can use it for that as well. And, you know, if it kills worms and dogs, it'll probably also kill the cancer in dogs. So I'm sorry about that. I'm seriously considering starting to uh, give this product to my dogs on a fairly regular basis because most dogs in this day and age, it seems, die from cancer. So if you give them the fenbendazole on a prophylactic basis, um, there's really no downside. You know, the, uh, the only real side effect is a little bit of uh, gastrointestinal discomfort and or diarrhea. And if you have cancer and your choices are die or maybe you have a little Hershey squirts, you know, it's a pretty easy decision for most people. And uh, anyway, the uh, situation is we're out of time for this segment. We'll be back in three minutes and we will continue on with for your DIY health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. Stick with us right back. Drug guys just can't get enough. They don't care if you live or you die. Long as they get their piece of pie. Mmm, my, my, my. They convinced you it's the right drug for you. But they didn't tell you what your liver goes through. And just because some MD said jump. Body became a toxic dump. That's right. Just because your MD said jump, your body became a toxic dump. And that's where most people are today. 
Welcome back to Your DIY Health here on the People's Earth, excuse me, the Truth Frequency Radio Network. And uh, this is segment number two on Thursday, February 13th, 2020. And um, <clears throat> before the break, we were talking about cancer and uh, the uh, interesting and uh, basically one of the better kept secrets in allopathic health. <laughs> is a little thing known as fenbendazole, which is a canine or a veterinary wormer that has been proven to kill cancer. And the sad thing is, is the medical community has known about this for the better part of at least 20 years or more, probably closer to 40. And you think of the number of people that have died um, from cancer over that time when they could have had a very simple, inexpensive uh, cure that would have at least bought them some time so they could then change their habits and do the right things to make sure that they no longer get cancer again. And that's what we're talking about here is, you know, I am not a favor of drugs per se for anything because drugs generally do nothing more than mask symptoms and uh, manage a disease rather than get rid of it. But in this case, this drug actually gets rid of the cancer, and it does it very, very quickly. The problem is, is if you don't change your habits and what you do, you're going to get cancer again. And too many people say, well, I'll just take this stuff on a regular basis. And Well, yeah, you could do that. And I, that's what some people are doing. The problem is, you're not helping yourself. You're just giving yourself a drug in the hopes that you won't get cancer, but you're, you're really de defeating the purpose because you need nutrition. The 90 essential nutrients that Dr. Wallach came up with, or not came up with, but realized through his research were needed every single day to stay healthy. One of the things they do is they prevent your body from ever developing cancer. Does it work a hundred percent? No, nothing does. But your chances are much, much reduced if you do things properly, staying away from the bad foods and doing the 90 essential nutrients. Um, the thing is, many, many people can't afford that kind of stuff. One of the biggest problems you have is when, when you're diagnosed with cancer, I mean, your life is immediately turned upside down. You've got a doctor telling you, if you don't do exactly what I tell you, you're going to die which in truth, if you do exactly what he tells you, you're going to die because his stuff leads to, you know, the things they use. Chemotherapy causes cancer. It doesn't work. It's lethal toxin. Now, if you could get him to give you the chemo, but not actually give you the chemo, just give you the sodium bicarbonate buffer solution that's administered with the chemo to keep it from killing you, then that's what actually does the curing but you won't find an oncologist that'll do that. You want to stay away from all the sugars out there. You want anything that, you know, refined carbohydrates that convert to sugar in your body. Stay away from that stuff. Don't eat breads. Don't eat grains. Don't eat legumes, you know, starchy ones anyway. Um, those kind of things. But at the same time, giving your body the 90 essential nutrients that help your cells have what they need to stay healthy so they don't mutate into cancer, that's a key thing trouble is that can be expensive and one of the nice things about this fenbendazole is even you know it was uh, the funny thing is when mr tippin started using it it was like four dollars a week and now it's about eight dollars a week so it's doubled in price 
you know, just in the time that he's been talking about it. The thing is, what you have here is a product that's been on the market for years. So there's no patent on it. It's all run out. And you have companies that um, aren't going to say anything about it because, number one, to get it approved for humans would cost hundreds of millions of dollars. And on top of that, when they can't uh, sell it for huge amounts afterwards, there's no money in it for them, so they're not going to do it. And, of course, if it's not approved for human use, then the American Murder Association won't let doctors talk about it. So it's a very, very uh, screwed-up system, obviously. But the thing is, is that's why other people like myself are talking about it. So in a situation where you're, you know, A, insurance only covers what will kill you, and in Joe Tippin's case, he was... um, he was basically put in a position where his insurance company paid, I think it was $1.2 or $1.9 million treating him. And um, oddly enough, uh, he was still given the word that he had to go home and get ready to die because none of that stuff worked. And then he finds out about this, and for basically you know, $120 or less, he cured his own cancer. And unfortunately, what he does, he's just taking the stuff every single day prophylactically now. Instead of changing his his habits, he's one of those people that he got cancer because of his bad habits. And he decided to keep those bad habits because he likes them. And instead, he's just taking this stuff all the time as a result. And I don't think that's the smartest thing to do. Uh, The smart thing is to realize that what you were doing caused the cancer. It's more, uh, much, much better situation to get rid of it uh let's see taking a look in here sugar feeds candida yep helps it overgrow if you read dr simon Sini's book you'll learn uh, that dead overgrowths of candida are a component of tumors yes sugar feeds cancer without a doubt and uh, simon Sini is a doctor from italy who basically realized that um, sodium bicarbonate was the thing you know is nat is basically it's used in a buffer solution with all forms of chemotherapy because if you didn't give it at the same time the chemo would kill the person every single time and what he found out was the sodium bicarbonate being a alkaline in nature would alkalize a person's body and you know cancer cannot survive in in an alkaline environment it has to have an acidic environment so basically what he started doing was you know not using the chemo just giving the people the sodium bicarb in IV form and his patients were getting better and he, and, and curing being cured a uh, very inexpensive thing, but you know, to get sodium bicarbonate in IV solution, you know, that you can use, that's difficult to do unless you're in a hospital situation and uh, then having the, the people around to give it to you via IV and that kind of thing. But he basically developed a pro- protocol where you could do the same thing orally um, half a teaspoon and eight ounces of warm water up to seven times a day. And uh, also mixing in a little grade B maple syrup because the syrup would be, you know, would draw to the cancer cells and then the uh, sodium bicarbonate would then kill them. So, you know, all those things involved. But, you know, like I said, I've got a copy of that in PDF form. It's called Rich Man, Poor Man's Cancer Cure. It's written by Mark Circus who worked with uh, Simon Sini and interviewed him and got all his information. Um, 
It's eight and a half by 11, about 300 pages. Pretty, pretty heavy duty book, but I've got a PDF of it. Anybody that wants a copy is welcome to email me and I'll be happy to send it to you. Just put, you know, send me a note saying you want the cancer book and I'll pass it on to you. But uh, it's a great thing too. And it's inexpensive. Um, you know, all of these things, you know, diet, nutrition, staying away from the bad foods, um, alkalizing your body if you're in that situation. Now, don't make the mistake to think that, you know, you want to do this all the time because your body has multiple, multiple uh, systems that are designed normally to keep you in a neutral pH state. It's only when you're in severe acidosis that you get cancer, and it's only at that point that you can do much at all to change the uh, pH of your body. Um, and that's not me talking. That's all the, the naturopathic physicians I work with have said the same thing. Um, so just basically you, you, you do the things you can by eating properly and giving yourself the nutrition, the body will naturally regulate itself to a neutral, uh, pH where it needs to be. Um, if you're in a cancerous situation, that's the time when you want to use this stuff, but don't mess with it. Otherwise you just, you know, muck up the system. But, you know, the, the, the thing about fenbendazole is it's something that's simple and it works and it's inexpensive. So somebody who's been given a, a cancer diagnosis, whose life has turned upside down, you know, trying to figure out how to, you know, in some cases like the Gerson method, do all the juicing, absolute nightmare. You know, they actually require if you go to their clinic, if you have cancer, you've got to have a caretaker come with you that can learn how to do all the stuff that they require because you can't do it yourself. It's too in-depth. Those are the kind of things that while they work for the average person, number one, it's too expensive for them to go to the Gerson. And last I checked, which was about 10, 15 years ago, it was $11,000 for two people to go to the Gerson Institute for two weeks to learn how to do all the ju juicing and everything else. Most people can't afford that because insurance will not pay for it. So, you have to look at things that are a field expedient, easy to use and inexpensive and, um, baking soda and fenbendazole are two of the best, but the fenbendazole does a good job because it kills cancer in four different ways. Um, and again, I've got an article that I just found. If I can see, I'll dig through during the next break. I'll see if I can find the file and I'll post it in the chat room. And I'll make it available to anybody that wants it um, uh, otherwise via email. Uh, it's a really good article. It's about eight pages long by a physician who basically travels the world looking for natural uh, remedies for things. And he interviewed Mr. Tippins and has his own uh, take on things. But it's a really, really interesting article, easy read, and uh, good information. But again, the, the key is giving your body the stuff it needs in the first place. But if you haven't been doing that and you get uh, a diagnosis of cancer, then it's a whole different story. Um, see, a couple of days ago, I made up several edits of my cancer book. Still use the same file name, so the link on my uh, on Sarge's links. Yeah, I have uh, Alan's uh, cancer book linked on my under the links page on my website. So, and uh, I basically set it up that way. So it goes right to his. So as long as he's using the same address, 
anytime he updates it, you can click on my link and it'll give you the most recent version. Uh, goes to most up to date copy. I often try to make uh, make it the best book I can on the topic, and I share it for free because must uh, we must eliminate cancer from the world. Uh, I agree a hundred percent. And the stuff in his book is very, very good. And it, it deals with all different kinds of things, primarily nutrition and lifestyle changes. And um, it's an excellent, uh, excellent source. And again, it's free. You can't beat that. So if you want a copy of Alan's book, go to my website, yourdiyhealth.com. Uh, click the um, uh, links tab and scroll down and let me find it here. Uh, da, 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 da. I don't want to give you the wrong information. The links is the far right on the uh, on the menu bar. And if you scroll down, it's, uh, it's right above the bottom of the page, right above our order button for the longevity stuff. Asclepius Staff is the, I think I pronounced it right, A-S-C-L-E-P-I-U-S apostrophe uh, staff, S-A-S-T-A-F-F, how to treat the spectrum of illness. And um, just click on that little image, and it will uh, bring you right to the uh, article or the book itself. And right below that, there's a Facebook link uh, where you can make comments and things like that and let people know about it. So uh, that is there, and it's uh, I posted it just, you know, like I said, uh, it's great information. Everybody should have it, and uh, it's free of charge. So, of course, that's uh, great stuff. So um, let's see here. And uh, if you, you know, you get a lot of information from that, uh, that blog, uh, mycancerstory.rocks. And it's .rocks, not .com or anything else. It's a totally different suffix, mycancerstory.rocks. And uh, my pleasure, sir. Um, but it is, uh, you know, like I said, for, for less than $10 a week and no downside you know there's no negative side effects other than maybe a little diarrhea i mean anybody who had cancer would be crazy not to do this and it's a it's a powder a tasteless powder you can just throw it down your throat and wash it down with some water or you can mix it in some yogurt or a smoothie or whatever um you know better to mix it in something that's not got a bunch of sugar because that's kind of defeating the purpose but um you know the best thing just put it in your mouth and wash it down and it's uh, odorless, tasteless, and not going to hurt you. A gram a day gives you 222 milligrams of the fembendazole, which is the standard dose for dog worming. <laughs> and it also works great for people. And, uh, you know, the, the plus side, you know, you, if you have any parasites, you probably get rid of those too, which is a cool thing. You know, can doing double duty with basically no negative uh, side effects. Uh, that's one of the best things, and it's super inexpensive. So for anybody who, uh, if you know anybody that has cancer, uh, if you have it yourself, give this a shot. It could very well save your life. And don't wait till the last minute, because that's what some people do, and those are the only ones who haven't had positive results. You know, the second you find out you got cancer, get on this stuff. You can take it in conjunction with you know, if you want to do what the doctor tells you and go through his stuff, you can. Uh, why you would, I don't know, because it's all kind of designed to basically kill you and ruin you. Um, you know, this Joe Tippins, when he 
was first diagnosed, he went the standard stuff and they irradiated his esophagus to the point where he called it fried bacon. And for several months, he could not swallow anything. Nothing went up, nothing went down. He couldn't eat. He basically, you know, he had the choice of either a G-tube or just living off of his fat stores. And uh, basically he had IV solution uh, pumped into him to keep him hydrated. But uh, in the course of that eight weeks or so, he went from over 200 pounds to 105 pounds. And, you know, heck of a way to go on a crash diet. But he lost a bunch of weight, but uh, now has basically gotten it all back. And this started in 2016, so almost four years ago. It was actually late 2016, so about three years ago, really. But um, managed to uh, do the whole process, get rid of the cancer that was supposed to kill him within two months. And he's been alive for another three or four years, and today you wouldn't even know he ever had cancer. Uh, everything's come back. Um, his, he can eat and drink and all that again. Uh, trouble is he hasn't changed any of his bad habits, so he just keeps doing the fembendazole every single day as a prophylactic now, which, you know, that in, to me is the crazy person's way out. You know, in my mind, the thing is to learn about nutrition, do things the right way, and because, you know, all he's doing is preventing cancer, but it's not keeping him from getting anything else. He's going to have the same nutritional deficiency illnesses that uh, other people get because he's not giving his body the raw materials he needs to support and maintain proper health. And uh, if it was me, I would want to learn from my mistakes, stop doing the bad things, start doing the good things, and then you wouldn't need the, the dog wormer anymore. Granted, it's a whole lot cheaper, but it's not the right thing to do for long term. It's good for, for short term to save your butt when you're, you know, when you're circling the drain. But beyond that, no thank you. So I don't know if I ever had parasites, but I took an alternative anti-parasite medicine for that particular medicine's hallucinogenic properties. Ooh, uh, several years ago. Most people, believe it or not, myself included, <laughs> you know, most people have some kind of parasites. Uh, it's virtually impossible not to. Um, but, you know, most people have, myself included, have been able to live with them, and they're not all, you know, encompassing. You know, there's some people that really have major problems with them. But, um, you know, I think because of the nutrition I do, that really keeps them at bay. You know, I'm assuming I probably probably have parasites. And I may do a course of the fembendazole just to get rid of them because it's one of the things... Uh, there's a, uh, a version of fenbendazole. It's got a different name to it, slightly different uh, chemical makeup, but it's used in humans for pinworms. And uh, pinworms are normally show up in kids, but um, you know, it's one of the things that's used to, to knock those out. And uh, you figure, hey, if it'll do double duty, if it'll kill cancer and get rid of parasites, hey, sounds good to me. But again, it's not the kind of thing that I would recommend doing all the time. I would, you know, use it as a short term if you're diagnosed with cancer to keep yourself alive and then figure out the right things to do to properly uh, nutrify your body and, you know, maintain good health. Because that's a broad spectrum thing that not only will keep you from getting cancer, but will also 
you know, deal with all the other things, the 900 chronic health issues that you don't want to be getting either. You know, fenbendazole is not going to stop high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, arthritis, uh, macular degeneration, any of those things. But nutrition will. And that's the big difference. You know, you've got over 900 chronic health issues, and all of those things are caused by a nutrient deficiency. If a kid's scratching their butt often, yep, <laughs> that's pinworms. Yep, cause itchy anal areas, uh, those kind of things. And not just kids, but adults too. You know, if you got an itchy butt, you know, that's one of the first things you want to uh, consider. And uh, you go to an MD and there's no telling what they're going to do. But if you take a couple of packets of the uh, fembendazole, you're probably going to knock the stuff out. And that's a good thing. So, uh, let's see here. I'm still not sure what the heck is going on with my call board. I don't know if I have... uh, Let's see here. Yep, every time, group member not on the call, every time I keep trying to call in with the uh, the connection for the call board, it says calling direct dial and joined. Let me refresh the screen. And still says no conference in progress. That is weird. Not sure what is going on with the system today. I almost had to do a replay uh, when I tried calling into the system this morning, you know, about 10 minutes or five minutes before the top of the hour, um, it wouldn't answer. And I kept getting a thing saying that the TFR was not online. <laughs> and I guess they were working on something and they got it cleared up a second or two before the top of the hour. So I was able to get back in. And there now it's uh, now the phone lines are working again. <laughs> So if you want to try and try to call in, 833-TFR-LIVE, 833-837-5483, 833-837-5483, or TFR, or 833-TFR-LIVE is the number. And if anybody wants to talk about any of this stuff we've been chatting about, that'd be great. Or if you have another topic, if you got a question, uh, feel free to give us a shout. And uh, we've got about uh, just short of four minutes left in this segment. And then we'll go to another break. We'll be back after the top of the hour for another hour. So uh, we'll have plenty of time to go on things. But uh, I figured we kind of covered cancer enough for the time being. Uh, hmm. I'm just getting a text from somebody. I hate when those things come in. It drives me, distracts me. Where'd my other page go? Good grief. I'm just not keeping things in order today. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, there it is. Um, Let's see what's going with uh, other things in the news. Hold on just a second. Okay. Um, Coronavirus infections leap higher in Hong Kong. I heard that Hong Kong uh, had a run on the banks here recently. Uh, Everybody was afraid they were going to have the whole everything shut down and whatnot. So people tried to go to their banks and get all their money out, which caused the banks having to shut down. There's at least 20 some banks, I guess. And the other problem is the financial industry could get shut down just because everybody's sick with the virus. You never know. Um, goodness gracious. Uh, 14 reasons why you still need money after the SHTF <laughs> situation. Uh, it will be 
around for a while, but after a while, you it will be worthless. Let's look at that just for the fun of it. 14 reasons why you'll still need money after the SHTF. A lot of survivalists think that money will be will not be useful when the crap hits the fan. While there's some truth to focusing your efforts in learning survival skills and fortifying your stores of preparedness foods, money can still be useful during survival scenarios. Here are 14 reasons why money is still will still be useful after the stuff hits the fan. Money helps you during minor emergencies. Yeah, that's the thing. The minor stuff is when it, when it'll be good. You know, uh, when you when the when the power's out and it's only been a short time. When you go to a gas station, they're not going to be taking credit cards. They're going to demand cash, and you can bet that the prices are going to be jacked up really high. Um, having cash allows you diversity to diversify. It's a good idea to keep your assets varied and uh, prepared for disasters. Leaving having leaving some money in your bank is a good idea <laughs> if you can get it out. But you should also have some cash on in hand. Yeah, yeah. I have a gun safe that has guns and it has cash, <laughs> and it's locked up big time. Converting your some of your cash to st- uh, stable foreign currency and impressive metals is also a good idea. Yep. Cash is portable. Unlike gold and silver, uh, it's easy to carry around and store in your homestead. Keeping several dozen hundred fifties, twenty dollar bills isn't as difficult as lugging gold bullion around. That's true. But gold bullion will have a lot more value after the crap hits the fan. You're better off, though, with silver. Anyway, that's uh, we're running out of time here. We've got the music going, so we'll be back uh, in three minutes for your DIY health, and we'll continue on. Take uh, some of the tech questions that are coming up in the chat. So see you back in three minutes. Truth Frequency Radio is your number one. You are now tuned into the Truth Frequency. We are TFR. TFR. Truth Frequency Radio. Welcome back to our number two of your DIY health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. Um, let's see here. <laughs> I'm just looking at the stuff in the chat room. Um, one of the folks in the question uh, chat room was asking about um, uh, psoriasis. Uh, let's see here. Thanks, but only helped very little in my case. Yeah, the key here. It is gluten intolerance. You know, when you have psoriasis or eczema or uh, chronic breathing issues like uh, asthma and things like that, COPD, even um, 
what's going on here is your body is unable to digest the protein in wheat, barley, rye, and oats. And people say, what's that got to do with it? Well, one of the primary nutrients that are key for skin health and lung health, not to mention all your other parts of your body, but it really shows up in the skin and the lungs, is essential fatty acids. And what happens when you're gluten intolerant is you're unable to digest the gluten, so it damages, when, it's, when it goes from the stomach into the small intestine, it damages the villi, which are the little finger-like projections that line the walls of the small intestine where all of your nutrients are absorbed. And when those things are damaged, guess what? No absorption takes place. So in order to get the uh, essential fatty acids and other nutrients that you need to keep your skin healthy and your lungs healthy and basically your whole body healthy, you need to stop the problem which is interfering with the absorption, which is the gluten intolerance. You must be 100% gluten-free. And it will take time. You know, the older you are, the longer you've had to mess up your body, the more damage has been done to your small intestine, the longer it will take to heal things. Now, there are some things you can do to uh, expedite, uh, build that up and make it go faster. Good probiotics is one thing. Um, we have a product with Longevity called uh, Oxybody Cherry Berry, weird name, but basically it's an oxygenated aloe vera product. The aloe vera is soothing and the oxygen basically helps the, you know, aids the healing process. And um, it will help the villi to grow back and heal quicker. Um, the nutritional supplementation obviously is key because the little bit you can absorb, you know, the more nutrients you put into your system, the better chance you have of absorbing at least some of them. And that's the key factor there. You know, cutting out the gluten getting your, your digestive tract back on track, and then giving the proper nutrients that your body needs to stay healthy in the first place that you're not getting through food. It's a multi-prong approach, and you've virtually got to do all of those things to see reversal. But, you know, we have seen, I uh, wish you could see Dr. Wallach's, um, uh, his most recent uh, Dead Doctors Don't Lie presentation is just amazing. He's got some fantastic uh, uh, images of people that he's dealt with that have had uh, this one young lady, she was like in her early 20s and was head to toe, just like a raspberry. Her whole body was covered with psoriasis and she was just red and raw. And in less than, I think less than two months, simply by getting on a gluten-free diet and doing the nutrition um he she basically was normal and there was another little guy a little baby who was born and he was red as a beet because his mom passed gluten intolerance on to him that's how you get it it's passed through core blood and breast milk and um, so mothers pass it on to their children if males get it they can have it but they can't pass it on because they don't have core blood and breast milk <laughs> they don't they don't nurse the children that kind of thing it's a great presentation, but unfortunately, you've got to see it live because it's a, uh, it's, it's, that's what Doc does. He travels all over the country, really all over the world, doing this presentation between three and 400 times a year. 
and you have to find out when doc is going to be in a certain area and um you know go to one of his events a lot of times they're advertised on the radio in the local area um and uh that kind of thing and if you're the only one in your family you know that's the interesting thing is gluten intolerance manifests itself in different um different ways you know some people will develop psoriasis some people won't some people get asthma but they won't have psoriasis i know i know a young lady who's got asthma and her skin's perfectly fine um it's just weird it depends on the individual as to how it's going to manifest itself but it could be any number of different things and um, there's no rhyme or reason to it but you know doc wallach has proven that um, you know what it does and how it does it and all that uh, Alan posted a video there about uh, psoriasis by Dr. Wallach. He does great stuff. Um, yeah, and anytime you've got a question about these things, if you do a search in in YouTube uh, for either Dr. Wallach or Dr. Peter Glidden, G-L-I-D-D-E-N, and then put in the topic you're interested in, uh, it'll probably come up with a lot of different things that you can listen to to get some ideas about it. But, uh, you know, most of the things in YouTube a lot of times are just um, – you know, copy you know, from his radio show most of the time. Uh, occasionally there's videos, but most of the time it's just him talking. And then they have images that they, you know, put over top of it. So because uh, YouTube is set up for video, so it doesn't do well for just uh, audio by itself. Um, you can hear Doc on Coast to Coast. He's on once a month with um, uh, George Norrie. Um, He's a, a really good source for this kind of information. He also has a daily radio show um, on uh, Genesis Communications Network. And uh, just go to GCNlive, L-I-V-E dot com, and uh, they have their schedule. He's on 3, 3 p.m. Eastern on uh, Transmitter 2 uh, every day from Monday through Friday. And you can call in and talk to him. If you decide you want to call in, the, the key is to call in 15 minutes before the show starts. You want to call in at two, uh, 2.45 Eastern uh, because that's when they open the phone lines. You'll get on. You, you can tell Doug, the call screener, uh, what you want to talk about. And then he's going to put you on hold. You're going to listen to music and uh, hear the top of the show goes live at six minutes after the hour. Um, You'll hear all the stuff going on. They will not. They generally start taking calls about uh, 20 minutes after the hour, but you'll be one of the first people in that way. It guarantees you'll get on the air with them. Um, so again, it's uh, GCN Live, uh, GCNLIVE.com, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, transmitter number two. And if you want to talk to Doc, call in at 2:45. They give the numbers on the show, um, and I think they actually have them posted on the website too. Um, called in the their priority line is the best one to do if you've got unlimited long distance on your on your phone it won't kill you uh, because it's not a toll-free number the other number is but anyway doc is a, that's a great way to talk to doc directly uh, but be ready to uh, write down things real quick uh, also all of his shows are archived so half an hour after that show is done airing by 4 four thirty eastern it will be posted and you can go back and listen to the whole thing. Uh, you can download it if you want. And that way you'll have all the information because he tends to talk really quick. <laughs> a lot of people won't get it. The other thing is he will basically give you everything in the product line that will help. Um, 
which unfortunately as the product line expands, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And he never really is that concerned about the person's you know finances. And he may give you a thousand dollar protocol when 300 bucks will do it. Um, so anyway, if you talk to him and he gives you a rundown of everything that uh, they recommend, um, call me and we can shrink that down to the, to the basics <laughs> if finances are tough. Because I've been with them for so long. And back in the old days, we didn't have all those extra products. And I got great results. And so do most people using just the basic stuff. But as they've added in more products, he just keeps saying, you know, oh, this will do, this will do, this will do too. But, you know, if you got the money, great. If you don't, then we can whittle it down to the things that you definitely have to have to, to get the job done. But the key with, with psoriasis is there's no way around it. you got to be gluten-free. And so does everyone else in the household, including the cats and dogs. Um, and if you're almost broke, that doesn't help matters, to be honest with you. Um, the key there is to try and figure out a way to, you know, generate some income. Um, and believe it or not, the longevity business isn't bad. Um, you can get to a point pretty quickly if you're good at talking to people about it and sharing with it, uh, you know, you can get to where your products are free. You know, simply, um, if you become a distributor, you know, you can, um, they have a thing called the Healthy Body Challenge that um, uh, basically, if, if you have yours on, you have a Healthy Start Pack on auto ship and you get three people each month to buy a Healthy Start Pack, you get yours free, which is a, a good way to get free products and save some money. Um you know, and that's a tough situation. If if your mom is uh, in the household with you and she refuses, um, you know, you got to ask her, do you really care for me? Do you care for yourself? Because she's got a gluten intolerance too. Whether it's manifesting itself in a way that she can see it or not, she's got one. And the situation is, you know, she's her health is going to suffer as a result and yours is definitely going to. And if that's the case, you know, I don't know what to tell you. you either got to move out somewhere else, find somebody else to live with that's, you know, <laughs> a little more concerned or or something. You know, it, and I, I sympathize with you. That's a tough situation to be in. If you don't have a lot of money, you're living at home and people around you refuse to do things that, you know, are not only going to help you, but it'll help them. Um, you know. I don't know what to tell you because unfortunately in this world, everything, you know, they say money ain't everything, but it buys everything. And, you know, it's one of those deals where, you know, these products are not inexpensive. There's, they're not the, they're not the most expensive either. There's a lot more expensive things out there that don't work anywhere near as well. But the key is to, you know, do the best you can cutting out the gluten. Um, and, you know, if your mother won't, you know, let, at least ask her to clean up, you know, you know, don't cook foods that have gluten in it and that kind of cake thing. Hooked on cake and pasta, try to graph no avail. And she's probably no slim chicken either. She probably got a lot of weight on her, I would bet, uh, because that stuff just packs it on. And bread, yep. It's bread is addicting. You know, gluten and you know grains in general have opiate-like compounds in them. That's why they call them comfort foods, because you get a 
a warm and fuzzy feeling when you eat that stuff. The good news is if you could, if you could get off of it for 30 days, you would feel so good, especially with a gluten intolerance, you would feel so good that you would never want to be back around that stuff again. That's one of the things Dr. Glidden talks about. He says, just go cold turkey off of everything made of wheat, barley, rye, and oats for 30 days. And then on day 31, don't eat anything but gluten. And you will be so miserable, you'll be cured. You'll never want to do the stuff again. And it's a, it's a sad thing. But, um, you know, she's destroying her health. And unfortunately, many people are like that. I know people that, you know, have cancer and they could care less. You could tell them everything under the sun, what's causing it, what will make it go away. And they just keep doing the things they're doing because, look, you got to die from something. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you want to die, you know, slow and painful, that's up to you. But in this case, it's not just affecting her. It's affecting you and anyone else in the family. Um, Very thin. That's unusual. 89 years old. Wow. Amazing. You know, that's, that's very unusual. Um, but it, you know, in some respects it can be because with, with gluten intolerance, one of the few things that you can absorb is calories, but you know, she may be to the point where she's not even absorbing those. And if that's the case, then that would explain the, uh, the being thin. Um, but still that means she's getting almost no nutrition whatsoever. Surprising that she's made it to 89. And uh, exercising every day is not helping. If she's sweating, <laughs> she's doing everything wrong. But somehow or another, she's managing to live a little longer than most. And that's unusual. Um, but it will only last for so long. You know, there's just a matter of time before things are going to crash. Um, but, you know, I got to hand it to her to make it to 89. That's pretty good. Um, she doesn't sweat. Either she's not exercising hard enough to do that or her she's got an issue with her glands. <laughs> hard to tell. It's pretty interesting. But, um, you know, once again, my call board is all fouled up. I don't know what is going on with Skype today. Thing keeps dropping. At least it's only dropping the call board and not the connection to the network. Otherwise, the show would be dead in water. But, uh, man, strange. Well, anyway, let's go back. You know, the big thing is getting off gluten somehow. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Got to find some way to, you know, stop that stuff. And, you know, as, you know, whether she does it or not, the best, you got to still got to do the best you can and just uh, stop eating the stuff. You know, if you can't get her to give up on things, at least you can give up on the stuff yourself and that will help. Um, it would be better to have a gluten-free household, but uh, as long as you're not consuming it, that's your best bet. Uh, the problem is if she's doing all the cooking, she's probably using, you know, making gravies with flour in them and all that kind of junk, and you're just going to have to do your best to avoid that stuff as much as you can. Um, that's the only thing you can do. And then uh, some source of essential fatty acids, you know, fish, uh, skin, you know, chicken with the skin on it. Um, you know, you can buy some supplements, uh, that have, uh, the EFAs in them. The problem with those things is they're not processed properly and you're running the risk of getting cancer from taking those. 
which is another side effect. Um, she's too old to do all the cooking. Well, that's good. Well, and whoever's doing the cooking, just stop cooking with gluten and she's going to be stuck. <laughs> that's your best bet. Anyway, um, we've covered the basics. The rest is up to you at this point. So anyway, back to the uh, reasons for having cash when the crap hits the fan. Cash empowers you. Cash makes it easy to recover through your own merit. Uh, after disaster, having some cash on hand won't uh, turn you into a refugee sleeping in a shelter. With money, you can pay for your own food, water, and hotel room. Maybe. <laughs> um, cash is useless during major disasters, or useful. <laughs> cash also makes you prepared for, for major disasters. Prices of basic commodities such as food and fuel will soar immensely, and uh, with a store of cash, problem can be something you can deal with you know to a certain point and then there's going to be a point where they're not going to accept cash anymore and then that's when the precious metals gold silver lead uh, brass blue steel those kind of things were going to be more important after disaster disaster pressure will be on to sell some of your most valuable assets such as your car maybe even your home uh, at extremely low prices just to survive with a significant reserve of cash which most people don't have, <laughs> you can avoid being forced to sell and to feed your family. You can supply your own credit. What's great about having spare cash means you don't have to rely on credit to make payments, especially during disasters. Uh, these also means that, uh, you know, the good thing about during disasters, power is going to be down and they're not going to be able to enforce their loans and stuff either. Um, and that's when possession is nine-tenths of the law. That's the beauty of, you know, when the crap really hits the fan, you have crashes society. If you have a house, that house is yours. You know, you're not going to have to worry about making payments because there won't be anybody there to take the payments. Cash gives you some privacy. Yep, survivalists who want to remain uh, some kind of privacy in their business in this modern world will need to use cash as long as it's, you know, can be used. You know, the big problem right now is there are more and more companies that are phasing out cash. You know, many, many hotels, especially, I've been to some where we don't take cash. you got to pay with credit card. It's it's nuts. Even though cash is, you know, says right on it, uh, um, legal tender for all debts, public and private. Uh, for some reason, you know, and somehow or another, because the, kind of the government wants to go to a cashless society too. Otherwise, they would be forcing these companies to take cash. But many companies are not taking cash. I've uh, seen recently there's much more going on with, um, like, coffee shops and fast food places that are speeding up their business by not accepting cash. You know, it takes too long for people to, you know, count out the money. Then for the, the people that, you know, un uneducated that don't know what they're doing, they can't count it back right. And this way it's much faster if you just, you know, tap your card on some little receiver deal or or swipe it or scan it or something. So many, many businesses are no longer accepting cash. And if we go a little bit further, another year or two, um, cash is not going to be a privacy thing because nobody's going to accept it. And uh, it's, it's reaching that point. So some of these things are going to be uh, neglig you know, negligible uh, over time. You can hold on to your cash. When the crap hits the fan, money you have in your bank accounts or investments may be impossible to access, especially if the Internet and power grid goes down. If that's the case, you can get into serious trouble if you don't have any cash in your possession. Cash is liquid. 
Uh, if you have cash in your pocket, it can be easily converted to other kinds of assets as long as people will accept them. This, is, uh, this isn't the case when it comes to precious metals. Not necessarily true. The big thing, gold is a store of wealth. Silver is a means of uh, exchange. You know, if you have junk silver, you can do very well because that's what people are going to go to after they stop taking cash is they're going to take silver. You know, for big things, yeah, they would accept gold. Uh, but silver is a lot easier to deal with because it's lower value to start with and you'll be able to exchange it for things that you deal with on a regular basis. And don't discount things like ammunition. 22 ammunition, a single cartridge may be uh, enough to buy you a well-cooked meal or a box of you know, 20 to 50 rounds of 22 ammo uh, may get you a tank full of gas. It's hard to say, but that kind of stuff, um, that will be a, you know, ammunition will be a very, very uh, valuable commodity when crap hits the fan, if it's for any length of time. Cash can keep you mobile. Depending on the disaster, you may need to pack up your bags and bug out. Maybe due to a fire or impending disaster like a tornado or hurricane, having sufficient cash reserves in your bug out bag or in your bug out car makes it less difficult for you to just walk away from your home and to a safer place. That's true. Cash gives you more stability. Uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Emergencies can come out of nowhere, leaving you unsure how to respond to it, especially if you don't have uh, a lot of money on hand. Cash reserves gives you the room and the resources to respond to instability, including disasters. Yeah, that's common sense. Cash makes you more resilient. Deflation is a risk that you need to look out for during and after disasters. Any investments you may have, such as stocks and bonds, will decrease in value. Yeah, if you got stocks, you're crazy. You know, I have never messed with the stock market just because it's, you know, not a safe place to put money. Money's versatile. <laughs> as long as people accept it, it's versatile. Yeah, but when, you know, it's great for short-term, you know, problems in society, but long-term cash, you know, the only thing will be used is toilet paper and starting fires. Let's see here. Uh, for the financial benefits you can get from the government. Yep, there you go. Yeah, go south and then sneak back across the border and, you know, pretend to be Mexican. They'll give you everything free. Uh, tech age is making people lazy. That's for sure. So anyway, uh, looks like the phones are working. So if anybody wants to call in, 833-TFR-LIVE, 833-837-5483. Let's see here. Make the most out of your workouts by focusing on movement instead of muscles. Want to improve your memory while staying fit? Try exercising at least half an hour regularly. That's a good idea. Good oral hygiene isn't just for the mouth. It benefits brain health, too. <laughs> CDC coronavirus test kits distributed all across America found to produce false negatives due to failed test kit reagents. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> uh, they throw these things together in a big hurry and they use faulty stuff. Earlier this week, we reported how China rushed biotech industry virus testing kits into production, compressing the novel or the normal two to three years of testing 
and validation in just two to three weeks. The result, the test kits are a joke, producing 50 to 70% false negatives, which means people who have the coronavirus are falsely confirmed to be virus-free. Just what you need. (laughs) Now the CDC is admitting that its own test kits, which were widely distributed to hospitals and clinics all across the U.S. and 50 states, are also failing. They produce, uh, they're producing false, uh, both false negatives, missed infections, and false positives, saying, <laughs> saying people are infected when they aren't. That's another no-no. Both are kind of like the uh, mammograms, <laughs> both of which lead to horrific hor- errors in deciding who should be quarantined or treated. When states receive the kits, they verify that the kit works the same in their lab that it worked at the CDC, When some states were doing uh, the certification, they found that the test didn't work as expected. And that's the end of this segment. We'll be back in three minutes with the last segment of today's edition of GERDI. Help stick with us at shortly. listening to the true frequency radio network no hate no hype no 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 fear turn on your tv and all you ever see is ask your doctor if it's right for you and me so when you ask your doctor what do you think he'll say of course it's right you dummy let's get you hooked on it today Wake up, you're being screwed. Pharmaceutical drug guys can be so rude. They don't care if you live or you die. Long as they get their piece of pie. Mm, Yep, they don't care if you live or die as long as they get their piece of the pie. And that's why the Fembendazole situation is where it is. They ain't making any money from it, and to get it approved for human use by the FDA will cost hundreds of millions of dollars. Therefore, nobody will ever do it. And, of course, if it's not approved for humans, the doctors will get in trouble if they recommend it outside of uh, its prescribed uses, and uh, they would be out of a job. So that's why Fembendazole is out there, and no one knows about it except certain people. So, it's up to other people uh, to let other folks know about it and hope that they don't take it off the market or make it super, super expensive. That's one of the things that I'm worried about. Somehow or another, they'll come out with some other kind of wormer that doesn't work as well, and then they'll take Fembendazole off the market, which is why I have 100 grams of it, uh, excuse me, 1,000 grams of it. A kilogram? I can't remember. 500? Hmm. I guess I got 500 milligrams or 500 grams at half a pound of it, roughly. Anyway, that's 500 doses. That would be enough to cure a lot of cancer patients and at least save their lives until they can get on a proper nutritional protocol to do it the right way. Anyway, um, welcome back to the last segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. And uh, 
If anybody wants to call in, number is uh, 833-TFR-LIVE, 833-837-5483, 833-837-5483. Software firm negotiates $145 million settlement in opioid kickback scheme that's been called completely insane. And the thing, $145 million is a drop in the bucket for most of these companies, whether it's software firms or uh, pharmaceutical companies, whatnot. You know, they're basically cost of doing business for the most part. Antibiotics may actually increase the risk of flu. The key to fitting, uh, fighting it is your gut. Yep. Yeah, you keep taking antibiotics, and it's going to knock out all your gut flora, which is a major part of your immune system. So, you know, if you're taking antibiotics, the thing to do afterwards is to take a course of a good probiotic. I recommend the uh, Flora FX by Longevity. Uh, it's got a whole series of different um, gut flora and um, basically really does the job. It's a great product and it's not super expensive. Uh, let's see. Oh, half pound is 254 grams. So I got about a pound of it. That's right. Yeah, I've got 500 grams, which is about a pound, roughly, thereabouts. And, um, yeah, 454 is a pound. Cool. So I've got just a little over a pound. That's quite a bit of this stuff. It's in a little bag. You know, I got it from a company that uh, actually is in Romania. Came through Russia Post. <laughs> Took a, about a month and a half to get it, but it finally showed up. And uh, the only thing that's English is little teeny words says Fenbendazole on it. Everything else is in Russian. So uh, no big deal. I got to repackage it into something that, uh, you know, critters can't eat through just to be safe. And um, I got to try and find a uh, little scoop that it measures out one gram. And that would be a perfect dosing thing. But anyway... Um, I recommend that. Just it's not a bad idea to have that on hand. I paid and it cost me about a hundred bucks, I think, uh, for that, which is a whole lot uh, cheaper than um, you know buying the individuals. But you buy the uh, the fenbendazole uh, in Panicure. You know you can go to the pet store and get that stuff, and it comes in three in a box. It has three one gram packets. You know, it's less than ten dollars, and that's a week's worth of doses. The way they recommend you take one, uh, you know, three days in a row and then four days off, then three days in a row the next week, then four days off. And doing that will, in 12 weeks or less, get rid of your cancer. That's pretty good. You know, three doses in 12, 36 doses basically uh, will knock your cancer out. <laughs> you know, and again, you're talking about um, less than, you know, around 100 bucks. If you did it the cheap with the basic stuff you get in the store, um, or you know that's you know what thirty six doses, and for the same money I've got a um, hundred or five hundred doses. That's not bad. So anyway, uh, just one more thing to have around in the medicine cabinet just in case. You know, like I said, I don't think I'll ever need it personally, um, but it may come around a friend or a family member who you know at a time when they can't get it themselves, I'll have it available. You can help them out. Uh, contra contraindication. Taking CBD can multiply the negative effects of acetaminophen-induced liver damage. Hmm. That's interesting. 
you know, if you've got liver damage, the best thing you can do, again, is the 90 essential nutrients and extra selenium. Uh, I have a friend of mine who's uh, 80, he's going to be 83 in March. And about four years ago, he was diagnosed at the VA with non-alcoholic fatty liver. And, uh, of course, they wanted to look into transplants and all kinds of crap. And he said, no, thanks. And he came to me and said, what should we do? And I said, well, just to add selenium to your what you're already taking nutrition-wise. And in the next time he went back, which was, I think, six months later, uh, they said his liver was perfectly healthy. And your liver loves selenium. Selenium is one of the best things that you can possibly do outside of the regular 90 nutrients. You know, it's one of the 90 nutrients. It's a mineral. Um, but taking extra is a key. You know, and it is, it's, selenium is one of the minerals that it is possible to overdose with um, and you can get too much of. Uh, it's, it's a, the thresholds are lower than for most other minerals. Uh, 1,200 micrograms a day is, a, is pushing the safe dose limit. Uh, Doc Wallach takes 1,200 a day. I have taken 1,200 a day at times. Um, I'm down to now where I'm taking two to 300 mil- micrograms a day um, and I'm doing just fine. You know, the thing is, the way to tell if you're getting too much selenium is your hair will start to thin or your, uh, your fingernails may get kind of funky. Um, in my case, what they did is they tended to flatten out. Instead of, uh, you know, normally your nail bed is curved and rounded and uh, the index finger in my right hand instead of having that curvature to it it kind of flattened out now the nail itself still seems fine but uh, that's the one thing i noticed so i backed off and they say usually if you cut the what you're taking in half that's a good way to do it um, i just backed off a little bit more one of the other things is your breath may take on a uh, fishy or garlicky smell uh, so if you notice any of those things, you want to back off, cut whatever amount of selenium you're taking in half. Um, but selenium is a fantastic thing. It re- it uh, recycles glutathione, which is your body's fire department. Uh, it's a major, major thing there. Also, it is highly anti-cancer. Uh, one of Dr. Wallach's 10 suits against the FDA was to get the qualified health claim that said su- supplementing with 200 micrograms of selenium a day reduces the occurrence of breast cancer by 82%, colorectal cancer by 69%, um, prostate cancer by 64%, and lung cancer by 40%, even if you smoke. So that's uh, quite a deal. And, uh, of course, he won that case, and now we can make that claim. It's virtually anybody can make that claim. Um, But uh, it definitely is, um, if there's one particular um, nutrient that I would not be without besides my regular 90 essentials is extra selenium. That stuff is uh, phenomenal. And the liver absolutely loves it. You know, Doc has seen people with 75% of their liver surgically removed. They get on his protocol with extra selenium and six months later they have a full liver again because liver is the one organ in the body that can regenerate itself. And that's a pretty cool thing to do, too. Um, so if you've got problems with your liver, it is possible to reverse them simply by giving the right nutrition and extra selenium. So uh, something to keep in mind. Let's see here. What else? Um, <laughs> and 
Yeah. And the thing is, you know, don't take acetaminophen. <laughs> Tylenol, bad news. You know, if you're going to, if you use it as a once in a year painkiller kind of thing, no big deal. But if you take Tylenol on a regular basis or acetaminophen on a regular basis, like a lot of people do, if they have arthritis pain and stuff, you're going to destroy your liver and your kidneys won't be far behind. Um, absolutely bad news. But if you've got liver damage, the best thing you do is the 90 essential nutrients and the extra selenium. Uh, let's see here. Time to disconnect. Researchers warn, warn about personal data collection by smart products. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody's got their smart TVs and their Alexas and what are all the other crap they've got. I will not allow any of that junk in my house. You know, it's bad enough that we have cell phones. But I don't have any devices that are connected to the Internet. Um, my wife disappeared for the, you know, the day after Thanksgiving several years ago and came home with a Sony 46-inch flat-screen flat TV. And that was when they were first coming out. And we've been using that TV forever because all the new ones um, are smart TVs, it seems. They all have their microphones and cameras in them to monitor you. And, of course, everybody immediately, first thing they do is plug in the Cat5 cable, connect it to your Internet, or you go through the wireless system. And... Um, you're just asking for it. Those things are designed to just suck in every bit of data they can. You know, you got your smart refrigerators that you know, inventory all the food in there. And the next thing you know, because your refrigerator is loaded with uh, bad foods or what the uh, so-called authorities consider to be bad foods, like butter, <laughs> you know, they think butter's bad for you. So if you're eating butter, oh, well, we're going to increase your insurance rates because you're a health risk. Um, all that kind of junk. You know, Bam doesn't even have a cell phone. Smart. <laughs> That's good for it. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, acetaminophen, internal bleeding. Um, so does uh, aspirin. You know, don't let a doctor put you on low-dose aspirin for heart issues. You know, if all you got to do is take the right amounts of essential fatty acids and your blood will be the right thickness so you don't need to thin it with aspirin. You know, aspirin causes gastric bleeding and death. You know, several years ago, idiot doctors told my mom that my brother had to be on, uh, you know, baby aspirin every day for his his blood pressure and his heart and whatnot. And I said, don't do it. He's going to end up with an ulcer. And they did it. And a couple of years later, what happens? I get a call that he's been rushed to the emergency room for a bleeding ulcer. And they had to go in and do emergency surgery to fix it. So don't do that stuff. Just do things the right way. Don't listen to MDs when it comes to anything related to something other than trauma cases because that's the only thing they have a clue about. When it comes to regular things, blood pressure and heart issues and stuff like that, you're better off with a longevity distributor if they're dealing with Dr. Wallach you know, and really are hooked to his line of thinking. Uh, let's see here. He'll have all your data. <laughs> the way. Yep, that's for sure. They soak it up. Any chance they can, uh, you know, all the cars that have the uh, the mobile hotspots and all that stuff, they're listening to you constantly. I mean, years ago, I was looking at a GMC vehicle, and the first question I had for the dealer was, you know, before I leave, or statement, I says, if I buy one of these before I want to leave, I want written verification that the OnStar system has been disabled. Why on earth would you want to do that? I said, well, even at that point, the FBI had been sued several times for turning on the microphones without people's notice and just listening to people. I said, I don't need it. 
I don't want that stuff. I don't need any of that garbage. You know, I've got a cell phone. If I, if I have a problem, I will call for help. And if I'm unconscious, then maybe it's my time to go. <laughs> but uh, I don't want that junk in my car. And uh, I research every time I look at something like that. I start researching how do I disconnect the transmitter for that thing. Where is it? Where can I find it? How do I get to it? How do I disconnect it? Um, and until they actually build it into the computer system of the car, uh, you know, as far as I know, it's still just it's its own self-contained unit that's usually hidden in like behind a firewall where you can get to it and just disconnect the antenna or take the power connection off of it. And so far, they've done it so it doesn't affect the other. Uh, functions of the vehicle but now you got 5g coming out which is even worse and uh, ford has announced that they're i think starting in 2021 they're going to start putting 5g uh, hotspots in their vehicles so it's not bad enough that you're you know getting hit with 5g radiation uh, in your neighborhoods and stuff but when you're driving around it's like climbing into a microwave and putting it on high why on earth would anybody in their right mind do something like that but Again, the generally dumb public, oh, it's a convenience. Gives you super fast internet while you're driving. Who wouldn't want that? <laughs> you know, it's crazy. You know, but uh, pay attention to 5G. It's bad stuff. It's also one of the things that I'm not happy with Trump about. He is very pro-5G because, you know, it's being pushed as a... Um, thing that will help with businesses and that kind of stuff. And he's all about building business and that kind of thing. And it will be a financial boom until people start dying because of it, which they will. And uh, just in the places they've rolled it out so far, they started doing it out in California. The first place I heard about where they put up a, a tower near a fire uh, station and all the firemen started putting in requests for transfer because their health was going crazy. They were having headaches. They weren't able to sleep. All kinds of stuff was going on. And then they put it next to a, a elementary school, and all the school kids started having issues. And you would think that that would be um, maybe a wake-up call saying, hey, maybe we should rethink this stuff. Oh, no, we just forward on, keep it going. And... Uh, it's nuts. Yeah, I agree. Trump has handlers and nefarious advisors. You know, the thing is, when he came into office, he should have done a total house cleaning. Anybody that was there before should have been gone. And 90% of his problems would have been done away with at that point. Um, unfortunately, you know, just the White House, the, the amount of staff that's in that place, let alone all the executive offices and branches and all the different things, trying to get rid of everybody i mean you talk about a government shutdown <laughs> boy we'd have had it would have been interesting but you know thank goodness now he's starting to see the writing on the wall and he's getting rid of a lot of people uh, that should have been gone a long time ago most of them were people that obama planted in there to purposely cause trouble and spy on him after he was in office and you know that's one more thing that obama ought to be uh, brought up on charges for you know, it's, I'm, I'm hearing, you know, different things saying that soon we're going to start seeing some of these in the sealed indictments in which they're now over 100,000, you know, start see being opened and people are going to start getting locked up. And I sure hope that's the case because uh, everything that's going on in Congress right now, every time they, you know, Trump picks his nose and, oh, we got to have an investigation or now they're looking at Barr because, you know, this deal with, uh, uh, what's his name, um, 
Oh, shoot. <laughs> I can't remember his name. The guy they just uh, had the sentencing thing about here. Um, good guy and did absolutely nothing wrong, was railroaded. And um, the Department of Justice was looking into the sentencing for him, saying it was way too high, seven to nine years for what he allegedly did, not really did, uh, was way too much considering the type of things, you know, the average rapist and bank robber and whatnot get half of that. And it was all done before Trump even said anything. You know, he just tweeted about it after it was a done deal. And of course, Pelosi and Schumer and company are just, you know, having another hissy fit and trying to, you know, oh, we got to have another investigation. This is something else you should be impeached for. Uh, and then they're going after Barr for the same reason. You know, I think, I think Trump ought to um, uh, pardon the guy and leave it at that. Uh, let's see, Q's. I don't know. I saw a video the other day that really seems to give some uh, interesting uh, light on what's going on and, you know, around the Q thing and everything. I don't know. You know, it's, it's weird, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what's going on with it. I just hope they finally start locking some of these schmoes up because they need to be locked up. I mean, half, you know, virtually all the Democratic and half the Republican uh, caucuses in the House and the Senate need to go to jail. Probably more than that. There's only a handful in each one, really, that, that uh, are decent. But um, anyway, it is what it is. We've got about uh, six minutes left. So last chance, uh, if anybody wants to call in, uh, eight. 833-TFR-LIVE, 833-837-5483, 833-837-5483, and uh, I don't know what's going on with Skype today. I can't even get out of my, I was looking at something, looking for a link on that article, and I can't get out of the, uh, whatever you call it, the memo section to get back to where the, my call is so I can try and add the phone board back in. This stupid thing is not working at all. And I don't know what the heck is going on here. But I can't get out of this to get back to where I can try and dial in the the call board because it's saying no conference in progress again. This stupid Skype. I tell you what, I hope uh, Chris gets us to the point where we can get over to some other platform. I think he's talking about Zoom um, very, very soon because Skype is just an absolute piece of crap anymore. You know, every for the last three weeks, two weeks ago, I couldn't even do the show because the thing wouldn't allow me to set up a call. Last week, I almost didn't. Today, I almost didn't. I had it set for replay five minutes before the show ended and um, or started. And then I, uh, Chris told me I could, you know, try getting back in at the bottom of the hour. So I thought, okay, well, we'll see what happens. And I set it back to live show. And within a few seconds, it actually called me. <laughs> which I've never seen before. So I don't know what is going on, but Skype is just absolutely going berserk today. Nothing is working right, and I can't get back to where I can... Oh, looks like now it says call board connected. Um, man, this is weird. And I'm seeing a number here for Atlanta. I don't know if this is a caller. Uh, we'll try. Caller, are you there? Hello? Hmm. Uh, caller, Atlanta? Six seven eight number. Okay. 
getting a lot of those. I'm not sure. Uh, it might be somebody that's just trying to call into this line to listen because they can't listen on the listen-in line or what. I don't know. But Skype has just totally fouled up at this point. Uh, I don't know what's going on. And uh, it keeps drop going in, going out. And I can't restart it because if I do that, it'll shut me down from the connection. Anyway, Skype is definitely a nightmare, especially now. It was perfect. It was a fantastic program before Bill Gates got involved with it. But when he bought it up and got his idiot Microsoft uh, you know, software engineers involved, it just went belly up and bad news. It's been screwed up ever since. And, uh, but it was great before that, but it seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. And I got another show I have to use, use it for this afternoon at one o'clock. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to get things working then, uh, by the way, anybody wants to, uh, join me at uh, people's Patriot network at 1 PM Eastern. Uh, the link is on my website under the radio shows tab. Uh, you used to be able to go to the main website, the PPN website, and click the Listen Live button, but now that's not working. So I have a, a direct link for um, uh, TuneIn, where you go to my website, hit the, uh, the, the afternoon show. It's from 1 to 2 Eastern time. Uh, right below that says click this link, and it'll take you to TuneIn. You'll be listening in uh, right through their system, and it works great. So anybody who wants to join us there, and we also have a chat room that's uh, on the bottom of the radio shows page for that show and uh, you can get in chat and play around there too uh alan's been in there and we've seen a few other folks uh, rebecca that used to be over here uh is over there from time to time but uh, we encourage you to join us there and uh, we'll carry on where we left off and see what else is going on but um, you know still about two minutes left and just refreshing the uh, natural news screen to see if they've updated anything um now they're saying uh, real estimates, yep, nothing's changed there on the coronavirus. But I think it's a whole lot more. I'd venture to say well over a million infected and over 100,000 dead. And it's probably going to just keep going. And hopefully they'll keep it under control. Um, you know, there's now, they were saying originally it was a 14-day incubation period. Now they're saying it could be up to 24 or 25 days. So... Couple that with a bunch of bad test kits that don't <laughs> tell you that you're sick when you're not, and when you, that you're okay when you aren't sick, and when you are sick, uh, the whole thing's going to be screwed up. I know that my devices uh, steal my data, but I'm not a bad guy, so I don't care. I have three laptops, seven tablets, and two cell phones, uh, etc. I use them all of them for various tasks. You know, you might want to consider selling one or two of those things to get the stuff you need for your. Uh, uh, psoriasis just a thought but uh, yeah that's the thing and the trouble is when you say i don't have anything to hide um maybe you don't right now but when you figure there's millions and millions of federal laws on the books and virtually every single person in the country breaks the law every single day without even knowing it um you know it's hard to say but uh you know it's just a matter of time before they make something that you like to do illegal, and then they got you. Uh, I'd rather the government and corporations not know everything. Me too. You know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, my my business is my business, and I don't volunteer anything anymore. So uh, my screen just went blank, which tells me we're just about ready to have the music start up. So again, we'll see you next Thursday. 
Um, take care. Have you know, stand by for more great programming coming up here on TFR Live. And if you're so inclined, join me at uh, the People's Patriot Network at 1 p.m. Eastern, an hour from now, uh, for another hour of the show. And uh, then you can find it at my website. Just go to the radio shows tab and find it all there. Thanks so much. Have a great day and a great week. And we'll see you next time. Take care and have a nice.